One of the biggest advantages that conservatives have is their media presence. Conservatives have a wealth of radio talk shows, podcasts, and YouTube channels that allow them to effectively spread their message. We should have the same on the left as well. This is why I want you to go to growleft.liberaldan.com. We are at a turning point in the history of this country. There is no reason why the ultra-conservatives and MAGA-types should be as successful as they have been. Extremist conservative ideas are unpopular, while left-wing ideas like Medicare for All, abortion rights, and marriage equality are at all-time highs. But they have the messaging, and we need to build up our radio shows, podcasts, and YouTube channels to fight back against their extremist conservative messages. Liberal Dan Radio has partnered with Levelfield to help us use tools that are typically only available to big money donors. When you give a contribution at growleft.liberaldan.com, you will be doing two things. That money will be spent advertising causes on the left, like body autonomy, marriage equality, voting rights, and in support of or opposition of candidates. And that commercial airtime will be spent on smaller shows, podcasts, and YouTube channels to help them grow larger and be more successful. We get to kill two birds with one stone, but I can't do it alone. I need your help. So please go to growleft.liberaldan.com and make your contribution today. That's growleft.liberaldan.com. Growleft.liberaldan.com. Political advertising paid for by Levelfield. Contributions are not tax-deductible as charitable contributions. Join the conversation. It is area code 914-803-4131. That's 914-803-4131. Just make sure to leave a note in the YouTube chat so we know who's calling and so we don't have any uh, of the horrible people getting their way in. Uh, you could also leave questions and comments, et cetera, in the show thread in the chat uh, at youtube.com slash radio. And then if you're listening after the live broadcast, you could leave your comments at, in the YouTube thread as well or over at liberalband.com. Uh, Facebook.com slash Liberal Band or at Liberal Band Radio on Twitter. Uh, I I, uh, I did call in sick to work today, which just meant that I didn't go to my desk in my house because I work from home. But I was feeling rather blah for the vast majority of the day. Um, so I've been I've been hanging in my nice comfy robe all day. It's it's been nice. Um, shockingly enough, my cat, who typically only likes my youngest son, uh, decided that today was going to be the day that she was going to snuggle with me. So I have some cute pictures of that as well from, from earlier today. Maybe I'll try and dig one up in the middle of the whatever. I am feeling a little bit better than I was earlier. I mean, if I was at about noon today, I was about 50-50 as to whether or not I was going to go live tonight. Um, but uh, I decided that since I, I did – you know, I think sweat a little bit of it out, and I did take some vitamin C and some zinc, et cetera, and I went ahead and, and have been drinking lots of hot tea as 
everyone, if, if you remember the last time I was sick and doing the show, hot tea, lemon, or I'll have lemon, but honey. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I didn't really do anything during the day. Um, I mean, I'm sure, I don't know if they listen to me at work. I don't know how many of them know whether or not I am uh, doing a podcast. So I think one might know, but I'm not concerned about it. I, I should I should be working tomorrow unless for some reason I feel like funk in the morning. So, but uh, I'm sure I will feel a lot better if I had some bourbon in the tea. That is very true. Um, I should have, but I don't know. I don't, I don't want to necessarily be too drunk. Uh, the first thing I did this morning, I did, I did take the kids to school. Still, I got up out of bed. I, I, pretend, I acted like I was going to try and do it, but then I was just driving around and I was like, I don't feel like it. I don't feel like doing anything today. I, I just, I, I need to get back and lay down. But the, before I went home, I did get some Jewish penicillin, i.e. matzo ball soup, which felt weird at 8 o'clock in the morning going to a, uh, the only like Jewish deli in New Orleans, which is right down the street from the school, so it's very convenient. I did feel a little weird going into the deli and, and calling up and be like, do y'all have matzo ball soup now at eight o'clock in the morning? They're like, yeah. I'm like, okay, good. I'm going to get some. So anyway, I, I, again, you know, as someone who lives in new Orleans and who's dealt with their fair share of hurricanes, uh, I know that storm fatigue is definitely a thing. Uh, I know lots of people have been talking about the storm. I do want to hope people got out of harm's way and listen to the advice of people. Um, I, I hope that people are staying as safe as possible. And if they didn't leave, they are, they're hunkering down, as they say. Um, but I don't want to spend too much time talking about the storm in and of itself, simply because of the fact that, you know, I, I had a horrible time during Ida. It was terrible. It, it was a terrible time. We evacuated. It was not a good situation. Um, so I, I, I I don't want to necessarily relive all that and relive all of the issues or whatever. See, West Web matzah is a little heavy. Egg noodles or U.S. stuff. Uh, I am a star. It's feed a cold, starve a fever. I think that's what they say. Uh, so I am definitely in the feed a cold crowd. Of course, I don't know how you can differentiate that from other days where I'm just feeding myself to feed myself. Um, but and normally I don't like. I'm I'm typically run very hot. Someone, uh, Bill Deacon said I can't do the robe thing. Normally I run hot. Normally I am somebody who like if like if it's cold outside, like I might have the comforters on, but I still kinda need the fan blowing on me or else I sweat too much or like normally I'm just very, very warm blooded. However, when I'm sick, I do like to wrap myself up in the robe and, and be all nice and cuddly, which was uh was like West no stuff a fever and starve a cold. I don't think, I think it's the other way around. I don't know. It works for me. So anyway, there's a reason they call it Jewish penicillin for a reason. There's a, there's a reason why they call it Jewish penicillin. So I feel good. Um, let's see. 97.5 is, it, it's not necessarily the internal temperature when I, when I was doing my temperature regularly for the vaccine, uh, for the uh, vaccine trial that I was in since I did the Novavax vaccine, um, I, uh, my diet temperature was often between 97.1 and 97.9 on that thermometer, which made me just think that the thermometer was broken, uh, because it was seemed, it seemed too low to be that, but just the amount of heat I emanate, I think it, it's, it's a lot. I tend to be, I, again, I tend to run hot. So at least when it comes to, uh, 
when it comes to my my body temperature. Like my wife will have their cover her covers on, and I'll be like completely covers off, just fan blowing on me, even in some of the coldest days or whatever. So, anyway, I do want to shout out to Wes, uh, Julie, uh, Jolie, Aaron, uh, Chris, Cesar, and Demonox for all being a uh, Patreon supporters and Julie Swenson for being the uh, producer uh, level supporter, the first Liberal Dane Radio producer. Just go ahead. Uh, you know, if you want to support the show, you can do it that way. Uh, Patreon.com slash Liberal Fan. Um, so I went ahead and did. I kind of switched my support for Hal. Uh, I, I dropped my – I was the Hal's Angels on YouTube, but I switched down to the Jalapeno uh, option and then went ahead and supported the patron patron as well because I think his Patreon gives him a more a bigger share of the money. Um, and if you if you don't want to commit to a you don't have to necessarily commit to a month thing, but uh, you can uh, you if you don't want to sign up monthly, you can always do the buy me a coffee, buy me a cider. Go to liberaldan.com, click the buy me a cider button, or go to buymeacoffee.com slash liberaldan and you can support the show as well. But the best thing to do share some videos, subscribe to the channel. We're trying to, I don't think I'm going to hit my, my, I'm at 554 now. I don't think I'm going to hit my uh, 1000 target for the end of the month. Maybe I'll hit it by the end of next month. We'll see. So, but the one thing, there, there is one storm thing related that I do want to kind of briefly touch on, which is the fact that, you know, kind of count sort of related. I mean, here you go. You have Ron DeSantis, and I have a funny th- I had a funny thought about that today. So and other people have apparently had that thought too, but I just thought of it today, and we'll we'll get to that in a second. But um, Ron DeSantis spent like twelve million dollars, you know, shipping people, you know, human doing human trafficking from Texas to Florida, and then shipping those people out from Florida to places around the country like Martha's Vineyard or whatever, because you know they always want to own the libs or whatever, uh, even though basically he was doing human trafficking and also violating exceeding his constitutional authority because the state governments have no authority to deal with border policy or enforce immigration law. So, um, but he spent that $12 million. I bet that $12 million would have been much better spent working on fixing infrastructure uh, from the storm. Now, could he have known that the storm was coming and it was going to be a category four? Probably not, but still, there are better ways to spend state tax dollars than owning the libs. Um, Jeff Curry, I literally never felt owned by. Well, that's why I kind of want to put it in quotes because, yeah, the, the the they think they're owning the libs. They're just shooting themselves in the foot often. Um, but it's also minorly amusing, somewhat, that you know what's going to happen now is that. Ron DeSantis is going to have to formally ask in order for the, for the federal government to officially help. He has to officially ask Joe Biden for help. But you know what? He'll ask Joe Biden for help and the federal government will come in and Joe Biden already had everything ready. He was like, I don't care if I, if I agree with you politically or not, I'm going to help the citizens of your, of your state. And then, you know, I'm sure DeSantis will try and claim all credit uh, for everything that happens after the storm. Oh, I did. We did such a good job. No, it's, it's because the federal government exists. And, it, and we all work together as a country to help out areas in times of need. So the, the conservative hypocrisy will rear its ugly head once again once, uh, once the uh, storm goes through and 
repairs start happening and people start taking credit that is not deserved. Uh, so, so yeah, there's, there's that. But the other thing I thought of is like, I was wondering if there was a drag queen, uh, that, that would be called Rhonda Santis. And I did look, I did search up Rhonda Santis and did find, I think somebody like photoshops him, Rhonda Santis with makeup and a wig and saying that Rhonda Santis was, you know, partying it up in Tampa Bay or whatever. And that, that she looks somewhat familiar. Uh, so I don't know if there actually is a, uh, if there is a person who does drag under the name of Rhonda Santis, but I do think it's a missed opportunity if there is nobody currently doing that because I just find it, I find it funny. So, um, let's see, let's see. Somebody did search it up on online. It is a feed of cold starve a fever. Hydro shadows, no solids in the body help bring the temp down as the metabolism has little fuel. Chris Christie thanked and hugged Barack Obama. Some say it was a bad political move after Sandy. I mean, yeah, because you never want to thank a liberal. You never want to thank a Democrat for anything. They always take credit for it. I mean, DeSantis uh, took credit for a bunch of things recently that were all paid for by the CARES Act. So, I mean, no amount of hypocrisy. Like, I remember back in the day, there was some legislation when David Vitter was a congressman here in Louisiana uh, before he became a senator and be- before it came known that he was a whoremonger. Uh, he basically, he was one of my first hypocrites of the week uh, when I was doing a uh, Dan and Dave on the air on local on local radio, and one of those, and I think the reason was for uh, the fact that he touted all of the things that he shoved into a bill that he then later called pork and voted against. So he was like, I got all this stuff in this bill, but I didn't vote for it. I called the bill pork, but hey, give me credit anyway, even though I I played no part in its actual passage. I just made sure it got stuffed with things that I could use to help me, which I think you know. If you're not going to vote for the end bill, I don't think you should get to put things in the bill. Call me crazy, but if you don't vote for the end result, you shouldn't get to put things in. You shouldn't get to benefit from it. You should. Ha- you should. There should be some sort of deal made where if you don't vote for the bill, then your thing gets stripped. You, whatever you put in the bill gets stripped. So. So Kenneth out Ohio, Andrea is okay. Powers out, storm is still nearby or over her area. Tree, Mr. House, and Carba inches. Uh, yes, everybody send good thoughts, please. And Kenneth, how are you doing? I know you're also in Florida, um, but we're all definitely sending best wishes out to uh, Andrea Brower as well. Hopefully uh, nothing bad happens. It's seen. Again, tree missing her house, house, tree missing her house and car by inches. That literally happened to me as well. I had a gigantic pecan tree in the backyard. Uh, during Katrina, and that, and that, if it if if it hit the house, it glanced the house, but the tree came down and just missed. I think both houses. It, it fell this way, and it missed our house, and it missed the neighbor's house. And all we had to do was replace the fence after we cut the tree up. So uh, that's fortunate for Andrea. Hopefully, all of our good thoughts helped that way. Said my good juju, as I say, and I should spell it J E W J E W for juju instead of J U J U. See, yeah. Leanna Geyer, I know he spent 615000 to send people to Martha's Vineyard. Turns out to be $12,300 per person. Imagine how that, could, how that could have actually helped those people, like, you know, maybe in his state. 
I'm wondering, like, you know, at what point, because there are people of, of, you know, Hispanic uh, descent, uh, people like from, you know, from the different Latin American countries, like from Cuba, from Cuba, from Mexico, uh, from all different places that you could come from that speak Spanish. Um, unfortunately, there's so much between countries, like, you know, other other Hispanic folks look down on Mexicans, for example. I saw I work for Pan American, a comp- an insurance company, and a lot of the a lot of the business we did was for Latin America. A lot of my coworkers uh, spoke Spanish uh, fluently. One one was from Cuba, one's from Honduras, uh, one was from Mexico. All working in the same pod, and they give they gave the Mex person from Mexico grief uh, for it. I'm like, really? I don't understand why this why these feelings are, but. I don't understand, like, you know, because you have the, the Cubans that tend to be more likely to be conservative when they cross and land on, on the shores. And that's why the conservatives probably don't mind them as much uh, when they cross over, you know, in Florida and cross, you know, you know, cross that little bit of water to get over. But, you know, they don't they, they still don't like the Mexicans that are coming over. Um, and I, I wonder why, you know, the people who are Cuban would be like, well, they're not going to come for me. Of course they're going to come for you. They're of course they're coming for you unless you unless you wave the flag and and honk the horn and you know you know hold the parade for them. They're going to come after you. They're going to be just as horrible to you as they are to the rest of the people who are immigrants because they don't want immigrants. They want to. The Republican Party wants to keep America as white and as old as possible, and they want to take away the voting power from everybody else. So it just seems weird to me that you know you would have. Anybody of Hispanic descent uh, supporting the Republican Party, but the reason it happens is because there are a lot of people who are, uh, you know, of Hispanic descent who do, uh, you know, support things like pro-life legislation and they don't like abortion, so therefore they put that as the top thing on on you know their platform. Like we're having discussions. I, I have a potential idea for a YouTube video because it was brought up to me by. Uh, I saw Cenk Younger shared something, and, and, and a lot of other – I've been arguing with some leftists, some people who are further to the left than me, uh, about several issues. Today. Like One of them brought up Medicare for All, and they're like, well, if, if, if Medicare for All has 80% support, why can't we have it? And I'm like, because you don't understand politics. Yes. If you poll everybody in this country, maybe 80% of the people support Medicare for all. That doesn't mean it's their top priority. So you might have some Republicans who would be like, yeah, I have no problem with Medicare for all, but the people supporting it also support these five other things that I don't like. So therefore, I'm going to elect the politician. I made the point with gun control, where 80% of America supports universal background checks for for gun transfers or transferring gun ownership from one person to another. And the reason why it won't happen is because the Republicans who are elected officials know that they don't have to pass. They don't have to act on it because those people who believe that gun control are, is, is should be, should be increased and that we should have universal background checks on, you know, all gun transfers. Those people are not going to vote for Democrats. Those people are going to continue to vote for the Republicans because they also support the other things that the Republicans support, because it's not the most important issue. I think what you're seeing now with abortion rights, 
what we saw in Kansas, what hopefully we will see with the blue wave in November, is that you, ha- you, you will have enough people that have abortion as a high enough thing on their, ish, on their list where it'll, they'll say, you know what, there's time. You know, I, ha- I have these other conservative values, but I hate the fact – I never thought Roe versus Wade was going to be overturned. It has now been overturned, so therefore that's going to drive my ass to the polls. And I think that was the big mistake uh, by the conservatives by doing all of this. And that's going to help help the Democrats when the Democrats were looking weak because the party in power tends to do weak, tends to do poorly in the midterms. It's stupid because, you know, you should just vote every time, but people don't. Uh, let's see. Cousin Tampa says he's fine, went to work today. Uh, I hope he's still fine. Um Let's see. Let's see. West Webb, even resent their fellow countrymen if they are coming recently. They're usually poor also. Well, that's another thing. It's like a lot of the people, it's, they don't necessarily need to feel like they're the best, that they're doing super, as long as there's somebody below them, as, low, as long as they're not the worst. That's why you had, even if they've, you know, that's why, you know, people who stood, no, had no benefits from slavery whatsoever majority of the white South benefited zero from slavery. They just had regular jobs and regular things. But if, as long as you had black people being slaves, they were not the lowest class of people. So therefore they felt superior to somebody, which made them feel better about themselves. If everybody has an equal playing field, then you have the, you risk being on the lowest rung and they don't want that. So let's see. Let's see, Pat. I've never had a reaction to the vaccine, and I'm 68. See, I'm wondering with the flu vaccine. I got my flu shot on Saturday, and and we're we're contemplating if my if my if, do I feel sick because I'm sick, or do I feel sick because of the vaccine? Now, normally, when a vaccine kicks you on your ass, it takes place the next day. Uh, it happened to my wife. My wife took both. She had a flu vaccine in one arm and and the COVID booster in the other arm, and she felt meh horrible for the next day my oldest got also got his booster for covid and he felt meh for about a half a day you know, the next day he was basically just laying around most of the day but then after he napped he woke up and he felt better which is good happy for that he that he did that but i didn't start feeling bad till last night i don't even think i was necessarily feeling that badly during my nerdy dance stream um I think it was like maybe an hour or two afterwards we were watching some TV and all of a sudden I'm like, I'm not feeling as great. I'm feeling a little beat up. And then I woke up this morning like a truck hit me. So trying to go through this thing. Time to get rid of the second two-party primitive system in the USA is not responsive enough to the modern world and tries to function. It's also doesn't represent the dynamics of the population anymore. And the problem Frankly, we all benefited from slavery. I mean, yes, the country was built on the backs of slavery, but even though we benefited from it, we haven't done what we need to do to, you know, to, to repay those people um, who, or, or those families who are put at an at a almost permanent disadvantage because their families come, are descended from slaves and then descended mm-hmm. from people who were subject to Jim Crow and other racist-type laws that made it impossible for them to elevate themselves and generate wealth. And even when they did generate wealth, like, you know, in Tulsa, uh, the Klan came in and just firebombed the town to get rid of Black Wall Street. So 
lots of reparations need to be done for that. Uh, that's it. How does that again? Time to I don't, I don't know if it's necessarily time to get rid of the two party system. And I mean, one thing I do support is like instant runoff voting, um, ranked choice voting, or whatever you want to call it. We have runoffs in Louisiana, and they're fine. Um, I'd rather instant runoff voting. Uh, conservatives, the reason that you know Palin at all hate hate that because it doesn't allow it. It allows for people who it doesn't allow for extremists to kind of get their people to vote for them and then win because you don't the other the, the other people don't want to vote for the more liberal person. So you have two extremes, whereas in ranked choice voting, perhaps the more centrist person wins and therefore you can't win as an extremist, which is a good thing in my opinion. As I sit my tea over Sarah Palin losing. Um, but it's very hard to, to have a more, a more than two party system in the way that our country is made up. So for example, let's say you had five people running for president on five different parties. And let's say all of those people were, were relatively popular. So let's say some part of the country was like, okay, we're going to vote for the green candidate. And some part of the country, well, we're going to vote for the reform party. And some people are like, okay, well, we're going to vote for libertarian. Okay. We're going to vote for the Republican. We're going to vote for the Democrat. So let's say, so you split up the electoral votes and nobody gets, you know, more than 150 when you need 270 to win. Well, if nobody gets more than 150, according to the Constitution, uh, then the House votes on it. And it doesn't matter if the House votes on it, then the House is going to vote on it on a state by state basis. And it's not California. In that situation, California has just about as much say as Wyoming. So therefore, the Republicans have a, a significant disadvantage when it comes to uh, that sort of thing. So that's why we kind of come down to a two party system. That's why even though you might have like a Green Party candidate or a Democratic Socialist like Bernie Sanders or some people who are registered independent, uh, those people might, you know, campaign under their third party banner, but they still caucus with a particular one side or the other, uh, which is a kind of a Bible. So we would need a more parliamentary parliamentary type of system if we were going to try and have more than two parties. But even then, you still have to have, in order to get the prime minister or to get the person in charge, you still have to have um, a situation where, you know, you have to form your coalitions. Now, for president, I'm fine with getting rid of the, getting rid of the electoral college. And I disagree with a lot of the people who are conservatives who try and say uh, that states are you know, you, that getting rid of the Electoral College will create so-called flyover states where nobody will visit. Um, and I could go into that in, in, in great detail, um, but let me just oh, – that's even the first search thing already in my, in my thing. So if you go to liberalband.com, and I'll give you the link of a post that I made in 2019. Somebody was making a, a quote about the Electoral College and that post – that I'm posting in the YouTube chat. Um, basically, there's a picture there. I took, a, I found a picture of where Donald Trump stopped in the 2016, where he held his campaign rallies in 2016. There were no campaign rallies in Idaho, in Montana, North Dakota, South Dakota. There were some like right on the border of Nebraska, but it looks like they were more in um, Iowa. Uh, there were none in, what state is that? 
Kansas. There were none in Utah. There were so so all of those states are are part of the so-called flyover states. None of them had Donald Trump campaign rallies. Why? Because uh, the Donald Trump uh, Donald Trump didn't need to go to those states because he knew. See, there was also no, no Missouri, uh, Tennessee, Kentucky, Arkansas, Oklahoma. I don't know if I said Oklahoma already. And Louisiana. Donald Trump knew that those states were in the bag. He didn't have to go campaign for those states because he knew he would get those states. So they're already flyover states. Now, he didn't go to California also. He didn't go to New York. Um, but he went to Texas. I mean, he didn't necessarily have to go to Texas, but he did go to Texas. He went to Florida. He went to lots of stops in Florida, lots of stops in North Carolina, lots of stops in Michigan, some in Wisconsin, Pennsylvania. So he was going for those states. He had two stops in Nevada, Arizona, a bunch of stops in Colorado. You know, so he went to those places because he, he thought that he had to fight there, but he didn't have to go to the places where he knew he was going to win. So therefore – those people don't get listened to in presidential politics because they're just assumed to go red, just as other places are assumed to go blue, like New York, like California. There's no reason to go into those places because they're there. And the voters in those states, the conservative voters in the blue states and the Democratic voters and the liberal voters in the red states will never have their say in the presidential election because they don't count. But – if you went to a popular vote, a, president, a presidential candidate would have to fight for every single one of those votes, which might require them to maybe go a little bit towards the middle. It might require them to do things like, you know, go to a more bluer area in a red state because they need as much of those votes as possible to come out. It would get more people coming out for elections, and that's a good thing. Um, but no, these conservatives need to hold on to every single this every single advantage that they have, even if that advantage is unfair. Now, people say, well, our founding fathers, you know, typical response to the founding fathers is, well, the founding fathers are also slave owners and supported slavery, and their compromise was to have black people be treated like three-fifths of a person so the South could have more people in Congress, despite the fact that those people didn't have the right to vote. But that being said, um, even if you want to look at what, what they did, I think if you look at the population difference between, I think, Rhode Island and Virginia, which is like the least populous state compared to the most populous state, the population difference was about 11 times. So Virginia had about 11 times the population as Rhode Island. Now, the difference in size population-wise between Wyoming and California is like 68 point something, not to the point where it's 69, but 68 point something. I don't think I don't know if the founding fathers could have fathomed that. I don't know if the founding fathers could have fathomed so many of these big sprawling states that have such low populations as compared to the rest of the country and them having the say that they do. Furthermore, if I did this on the show a few years back, if and I did the math, if you took the Wyoming population and then you said, okay, well, if Wyoming has this population and has one seat, then therefore let's look at how many Wyoming's worth of population all the other states have and give them the seats rounding to the closest Wyoming. And California gets like 11 more or 13 more or something like that. 
there would be a, at least 100 more congressional seats uh, in the House if you actually apportioned Congress correctly. But because we don't, for some reason, we've decided to stick um, with the current number that we have instead of expanding it to what we need to have it, the 435 instead of uh, or 438 as a or 435 for Congress, 438 when it comes to the electoral college, is because we don't we don't apportion correctly, and that's a problem. All right, let's see. Let's let's catch back up with this. Like, like how how long I had cycles to change things? How says six cycles or 12 years? Is that too long or not? I think he's about right, um, but it, it requires everybody to come out every single time. You need to overcome not just the issues in the House and the Senate and be able to get enough voters out to come there. You also have to have enough – this is maybe morbid, but you have to have enough of the older conservatives die out because of – I think disproportionately – I mean, there are are older people who are clearly liberals. My mother-in-law is voted for Biden, doesn't support Trump. I mean, she says she's personally pro-life but doesn't think it's the government to – to uh, play any part in it and would support pro-choice politicians. Um, But you also have to get it. You also have to have enough time to overcome the problems in the state districting. Like for example, in Wyoming, you can, you you have a a democratic governor, but the house is still predominantly Republican simply because of the fact that the gerrymandering there did after the project roadmap in 2010, which I describe in my GOP coup series. Um, that I had uh, the four video series that I have on my channel. Um, the other guy, the Republican, the Electoral College has worked more for Republicans than Democrats. Absolutely, because the Electoral College gives red states more say. More gives more red states more say than it gives to small blue states. So the advantage that's gained by the Republicans by having so many of those low population states is much higher than the advantage that any Democrat might have by their small states that have disproportionate say. Uh, Wes, I think we need to hang on to electoral college until Democrats become a little more generous. They're really mean to down, down state districts. Not all the people are Republican. I don't, I don't know what you mean by that. I mean, you have Joe Biden, who was basically, you know, jumping at the opportunity to help people in Florida, even though Florida is red at the moment. Let's see. Trump has never stopped campaigning since 2015. Exactly. Uh, Trump said we need to keep America gay, his glitch, but still funny. That's funny. Uh, USA locked up, holding each other back from getting things done. 50% approval would be made of multi-party dealing to get the votes needed to pass bills. Well, yeah, in Congress, it could potentially work, but you still, again, who's going to be the Speaker of the House? You have to form a coalition to form that. Who's going to be, uh, who's going to be Senate Majority Leader? You have to figure that out. But in reality, who, who becomes president? then becomes problematic because if you don't have any one person getting the majority of the electoral college votes, you then get stuck uh, with a, you get that, you then get stuck with Congress picking it, even though they could pick the least popular person, I think, or I think they might have to pick within the top three, but they would pick, they would, could pick the least popular version of the people that they could pick from instead of the person who has the most votes. So, what's up, TV2 Live? Thank you for joining. TV2 Live is one of those channels you should be following as well. Um, please go check them out. Let's see, whatchamacallit? Boo, 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 boo. 
Kenneth, Ron DeSantis is worse because of the monotone and the fact that he's likely to be around longer, if not arrested for his current anti-migrant. I would like to see DeSantis locked up for that because that he, he aided in abetting, at the very least, aided in abetting kidnapping. Um, inveiglement is the word to look up there. I, I learned a new word the other day. Inveiglement is basically um, getting people to kidnap and enticing them with lies to cross their lines. Basically, uh, the free candy on the side of the van is the really small, really simplified, oversimplified version of what inveiglement means. Putting free candy in the side of the van to lure somebody in the van, which is basically what DeSantis at all did uh, and the people working for him did. So let's see. Boo-boo-boo-boo. Hold on. I think I scrolled too far. Um Andrew is sitting in the eye now. Jeez. Um, Illinois Dems dominate poor rural districts getting ignored. I mean, and, and that only happened to a point. I mean, I think you have other other places that also get ignored under Republicans. So um, the president should be kissing the ass of the people's reps sent to Washington, form a wider range of party options, just as how Trump kissed Putin's, you know what? Well, you know. Using Trump as an example of anything is not necessarily a great one. Uh, Trump does wear diapers. How did the turd get in my pants? I was only thinking about taking a dump. <laughs> nice. Wait. D.C. only gets the electoral clout of Wyoming. Yeah, but let's see. What's the pop population of D.C.? Washington, D.C. has 701,000 people. Population of Wyoming, 581,000 people. So if we take a calculator, come on, load the calculator. There we go. All right, so you have 581,000 divided by three times four. 581 divided by three times four is 774. So 193. I don't know if D.C. should have one more or not than Wyoming, but it's close. Um, I don't know, what's the nearest Wyoming to them? 500 divided by 3 is 193, so 194-ish. Uh, 194. Half of 194 is 97. 774 minus 97 would be... No, yeah, D.C. should have four. D.C. should have... If you want to look at the sheer population of D.C. compared to the population of Wyoming... And you want to you want to say how much electoral clout DC, DC should have one more electoral college vote than Wyoming. Um, if you're looking at population wise, now if you're looking at you know congressional wise, if DC became a state, um, then one Wyoming would be. I think I just lost all my windows. Let me bring them all back up. <laughs> if you're looking at congressional representation wise, though. Um, because, again, you have to consider the fact that the Electoral College is 
because of the Congress and the senators. So you have, what is it, five, what was it again? 581. So what's half of 581? Do, do, do. Do 581 times 1.5. There you go. That's what you need to do. 871. So you would think D.C. would have to have 871 to have a second congressional district if you use my formula. So, and sorry about that quick math, but yeah. But D.C., D.C. was a state. They would they would have one congressional vote and they would have two senators. Um, so we and we should D.C. should be state and Puerto Rico should be a state and maybe uh, two other ones should be states and then we could have more senators and we have more congressmen. Of course, we'd still have to reapportion based off of uh, the new population and based off of that and it would screw up the whole thing. I, I think we add four more states, we'd have to change the reapportionment formula as well. Puerto Rico, yeah, would skew the whole formula as well, as would D.C., as would Costa Rica, as would any other place would. Let's see. Where is it? 2222. I hate it when it scrolls on me, um, when I'm trying to roll up and then it scrolls back down. Let's see. I never had a bad time party anywhere. Most poor areas are ignored by Republicans. Well, even that, but you know, they'll 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 give lip service to the poor areas in the you know in the red states. But the poor areas, a lot of the poor white areas in the red states, even though they benefit from things like food stamps, uh, they don't care about that. They, the, they they've convinced the poor areas, the poor white areas in like Mississippi and Alabama, uh, that they need to vote for gigantic tax breaks for for multi-million corporations because someday. Wilbur might make it out the trailer park and become a multi-billionaire and that such. They don't want to have to pay, you know, an exorbitant amount of taxes, assuming that Wilbur understands what exorbitant means. Um, so, yeah, it's just like it's, it's, again, the same reason how they were able to convince white, poor white folks from the South to be able to, to fight for the right for the South or the ability of the South to own slaves. Uh, even though they would never own a slave at any point in their life. There would, there's no chance of them ever owning a slave. But one day they might be able to buy a slave, and gosh darn it, if they are able to, they want to be able to do so, even though it might not, because they don't understand, because at the end of the day, conservatives have a, don't understand math. Many conservatives don't understand math. Many conservatives don't understand how to figure out odds. I was having a conversation with somebody about COVID one time on, on Facebook locally from here, and that person was well. If you, if like if you go outside, you know it's like you either get COVID or you don't. She's like like if if you go driving, you either get you either get into an accident or don't. So I'm like, are you trying to tell me that there's a fifty fifty chance of if I get in the car that I'm going to get into an accident? And she was like, yes. And I was like, I would love to play poker with you because you don't you don't you would think that a seven two has the same winning odds as a pair of pocket aces and. Yeah, you might win every once in a while, but I'm going to win more often than not, and I'll just own you. I'll absolutely own you, and and I'll take all your money, and I'll have a fun time doing it, unless assuming it's after COVID, because I don't want to be around any plague rats. But they don't just don't understand odds. Let's see, and that's why, are the, and that's why they don't understand why masks work. That's why they don't understand how vaccines work. It makes it less likely. To get sick, it makes it less likely for you to spread the virus. It makes it less likely that you go to the ER. It makes it less likely that you'll die. 
Um, to, to them, it's binary. Yay or nay. Yes, or you either get it or you don't. So, so, so if, to them, if, they catch the, if, they, if someone catches the virus while vaccinated, somehow the vaccination doesn't work. Even though them catching the virus, it makes it less harmful to them. And so, therefore, the vaccine does work. So, let's see. Paddy Wacker won 50 bucks to shooting pool in Cheyenne from a big guy that wasn't happy about it. A bouncer walked me to my car because he threw it. That's not good. Uh, what, do th- what do I think about Liz Cheney's loss? I'm not surprised about Liz Cheney's loss. Um, I, I, she did the right thing. I'm not, I don't think I'm necessarily sad about her loss. I mean, Liz Cheney is still a terrible person, even though she, she did the right thing with the January 6th committee. I think it just goes to, goes to show how much the Republican Party has jumped the shark. And it's no longer a Republican Party. It's the Trumplican Party. It's clearly a party that's all about supporting Donald Trump or not. If you don't support, used to be you determine who was a rhino by the, by the total combined things that they support. Like if you supported like 70% of, of the stuff that Republicans support, you might be teetering on rhino status. If, you, if you're like 51% you know, Republican, 49% Democrat, you're probably a rhino. Um, you know, maybe you're a Republican who's a Republican because you're pro-life, but you're social on you know, all the other issues you're, you're progressive on, but you're Republican because to you, pro-life is the most important thing. That person would still potentially be called a rhino. I mean, but at this point, if you don't support Donald Trump, you're labeled a rhino. Um, hell, Mitch McConnell, Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell, the, the, the guy that I listen to on the radio um, in the mornings, the conservative guy, where I get a lot of my clips from, uh, he calls Mitch McConnell a rhino because he doesn't think Mitch McConnell supports Donald Trump enough. Even though Mitch McConnell didn't vote to impeach, even though Mitch McConnell has kissed Trump's ass so much that his nose has all the orange Cheeto dust on it, 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 the Republican Party, there's, there's a solo test for whether or not you're a rhino or not. Do you support Trump? Yes, you're not a rhino. No, you're a rhino. The person who replaced uh, Stefanik from New York agreed on, politically on the issues less with Donald Trump than Liz Cheney did. But Liz Cheney is the rhino and Stefanik's not the rhino because Stefanik, the only litmus test, do you support Trump? Yes. Good. You're not a rhino. No, you're a rhino and you're shunned. So... Well, so if D.C. congressperson cannot vote, yeah, I mean, the, D.C., the D.C. congressperson is not really a congressperson. It's, it's like an honorary guest. Like they, they might get to have a say in, something, in, in like talking, but they don't get a vote because they're not a state, just like the people for Puerto Rico as well. Um, so what are all the U.S. territories? Uh, Territories that could be. Uh, maybe I was wrong with Costa Rica. I don't know why I said Costa Rica. Um, Puerto Rico, Guam. Yeah, I don't know why I said Costa Rica. I was, again, I'm sick. Leave me alone. <laughs> I think I was thinking Guam. 
but Washington D.C., Puerto Rico, and Guam, I think, could be the three. The three that could become whatever. Uh, let's see. There's a little trailer near me. Has tin foil over the windows and a Rottweiler tied up on both doors. Hmm. Man, Trump supporter, both. <laughs> Um, even people who could afford slaves did not necessarily have them with us. But yeah, but the people who fought for the South, for the right of other people to own slaves, many of them would never, ever own slaves. It doesn't matter that you chose to not own slaves. Maybe you didn't think you needed them. Maybe you thought the cost of owning a slave would be higher than what you needed. But again, if you don't, if the people voting against People voting for the interest of other people, not necessarily voting against their best interests, although sometimes they do. Um, let's see. What's what? Again, it's scrolling on me again. Lots of young men on both sides either evaded the draft or deserted. Not everyone believed in the cause. If caught, they were killed. I mean, that may be also true. Um, Aaron Grass. <laughs> uh, I think there's a pool conversation or whatever. Aaron says she sucks at everything. I'm sure that's not true. Um at least Liz Cheney did the right thing on January 6th. Absolutely. I mean, I'm happy that she did that. But, of course, she was also applauding the horrible ruling uh, Dobbs, uh, Dobbs v. Jackson. Yeah, Dobbs v. Jackson. She, was, she's, she, uh, she voted. She's, she was happy that that passed, and I'm not happy about that. Um, I was right out because I was born that way, but I'll only be right out to the Mondas to go away. Um, we got my promises. I think that they're on their fourth now. Um, okay, and my wife got her fourth at least, and they got theirs at Costco. Um, West Webb, I believe in abortion rights, but not in late term abortion of a perfectly viable fetus. Well, here's the thing nobody's getting an abortion in the third term because they want to. There's no, there's no evidence that people are, I think 1%, 1% of all abortions take place, I think, after week 20. A half a percent take place after maybe week 22. It's not even in the third trimester yet. The only abortions that are taking place in the third trimester are either cases where the fetus is not going to survive outside the womb or the fetus is going to die, so might as well get it over with before the fetus still grows and becomes harder to abort. Uh, or there's a situation that's that would require the person who's pregnant to um, defend themselves from the threat, for lack of better words, to uh, to terminate the pregnancy. And there's no other safer way to deliver the child. Like if if, if you're pregnant, I mean, both of my children were born a week early, and not by not by nature. I guess to go into it. Uh, Henry was coming that day, regardless whether or not we wanted him to come or not. But my oldest one, Thomas, he was happier just to stay in there. But they were concerned about my wife getting preeclampsia. So they decided just to, and to terminate the pregnancy a week early. Now, they terminated the pregnancy by having a C-section. And nobody who's like 38, 39 weeks pregnant is going to sit there and say, oh, there's a health issue, and I'm just going to have an abortion and – terminate the fetus uh, and just not care about. No, you're going to have a C-section if the C-section is at all possible. You're going to induce labor if inducing labor is at all possible. You're going to take any steps because you've gestated for 38 weeks. You're going to want to make sure that you have the child if it's at all possible. So nobody is, is, is getting third-term abortions because they decided all of a sudden, oh, I don't want to be a parent anymore. It doesn't happen. It, it's a myth made up by extremist 
right-wingers who want to villainize folks who support body autonomy. So that, that's, that's what the third trimester argument is about. That's why I support abortion on demand. Zero weeks to 40 weeks because nobody at 40 weeks is getting an abortion, is going to yeet the fetus in a, in a way that causes the fetus to die unless the fetus is already going to die. Anybody should have the right to protect themselves from a pregnancy that is threatening their lives, even if that goes if that pregnancy goes into the third trimester. Let's see. Aaron West, I would bet my fortune if I had one, you didn't suck at anything. I mean, I think I'm pretty good at, good at, at many things, but I also suck at many things. I would I would suck at dunking the basketball. Um, did you mean maybe to say that that you don't suck at everything? I don't know. Maybe. Um, West Web, I'm almost so for a strong military. I mean, we have a strong military. That's another one of the lies that uh, Republicans like to bring up. You know, they 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 quote some study like the Chinese Navy is larger than us. Like, without any contest, they have literally have more vessels than we do. But like one of their little dinghies that might have a machine gun on it that patrols the border or whatever is considered a vessel just as one of our aircraft carriers is considered a vessel. So you're not comparing military might versus military might. You're comparing number of ships versus number, number of ships and boats versus number of ships and boats. It's silly. Like, one of our aircraft carrier groups has enough firepower to deal with probably everybody on the planet. And we have eight active, six active, seven active. I don't know the number of actives we have. I've talked about this one before, but yeah, we don't have, we don't have this military strength problem. Our military is definitely strong enough. We, we, we have a problem in this country because we pay off the military industrial complex. The military literally said, we don't want this particular type of tank. And they went ahead and built it anyway. Why? Because they wanted to pay off campaign contributors. They said, we don't want these planes. Built them anyway because they needed to pay back the campaign contributors. They built, they, they built tanks literally to have them sit on a tarmac, sit, on a, sit in a parking lot and do nothing because they wanted to pay off their military industrial contract. So, I was ah, it scrolled again. Darn it. So I have to say I was impressed with Cheney's giving up her seat for democracy. That was the only good thing I could say about her, but that rocks Cheney. Yes, you know, again, she, she, she did the right thing there, and she lost her seat. Um, but, again, it just it exposes the modern-day Republican Party as to what it is. And I don't know how, much, how many more people are going to be like, you know, we can't support Trump anymore because of this. But I think if you potentially have enough people not supporting Trump who are traditionally conservative – because they know that having Trump in office and having Trump supporters in Congress is more dangerous than allowing Democrats to be in office. So they're willing to hold off on many of their fights that they would that normally support to prevent the ruin that would be caused by another Trump term and by a Congress that would just goose step to his, to his demands. Um, because you don't, do you, does anybody really think that Donald Trump will get, if Donald Trump wins, in 2024, I don't think he will. But if Donald Trump wins in 2024, do you think he'll leave office? I don't think so. 
People have said that a lot from the people. It's a big conspiracy theory. Oh, this person's never going to leave office. They're going to, they're not going to, they're not going to leave office. They're going to usurp power. And I've never believed that. Never believed that Bush would do that. I never believed that. Uh, I never believed that anybody would do that until Trump did what he did. Trump doing what he did um, is just just shows that he's unwilling to follow the rule of law. And the fact that you have congressional people who supported him, yeah, no. Those people need to be locked up. Lock them up, too. Let's see, Diane, Olaf's, Olaf's mama. Uh, then it's not a – oh, we have somebody who's calling. I don't know. If, whoever's calling, who's calling? Somebody in chat calling? I don't know. We'll answer. That could be Wes. I don't know. We'll see. We'll, we'll risk it for a biscuit. Who's calling? Hey, it's Ken. Hey, Ken. What's How going you doing, on? Dan? I, I took it. Hey, so see you were discussing. Go, sir. Go ahead. I say you were discussing um, the abortion topic in the language of the Republican Party, and you were discussing late-term abortion. Um, abortion. <clears throat> I always mess up words when I try to talk. And um, it bothers me that we allow the Republicans to call late-term abortion uh, abortion, because it's not abortion. It's dilation and curatage. It's a DNC. It's a procedure to remove a child that is not viable, that is dying, and is putting the mother's life at risk. And we should not allow them to call that abortion at all whatsoever. Then they control the narrative instead of us controlling the narrative for the women of this country. I somewhat agree with you in that, I mean, yeah, we shouldn't let them. I mean, the problem is, is they actually ban the DNC, the DNC. Um in all yeah. cases, like there are cases that there where people can't who have a miscarriage who can't then go get a uh, a DNC because th- they they make it illegal or they make them jump through hoops when there's no reason to because the pregnancy is already finished and terminated. Now, the only thing I disagree with you about that is that technically any ending of a pregnancy is a um, is a is an is an is a, is, a, is, a, is, a, is, a yeah, is medically called an abortion. Like a miscarriage is technically a spontaneous abortion. So therefore, if we're going to use medical terms, I'm fine using the medical terms. I'm fine calling it an abortion if, 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 if technically, medically, the individual is still pregnant. Um, I'm fine calling it what it medically is. I just, you know, I, I think I think how we we what we'd fail in doing is we let them. We, we failed at letting them, you know, say make weight term abortions be more than what it is like they try and make it seem like it's this huge problem like it's 30 percent of people are just saying oh i'm eight months pregnant now i don't want to have a baby anymore yeet like they they're not doing that and they're making it seem like that's what people are doing and that's what we need to control when it comes to the debate so right and i see what aaron just wrote in chat that she had a dnc after miscarriage or i could have gotten a life-threatening infection that's why this is really important to me because my wife was in the same situation um, uh, it was our third potential child. We had one child and we had one child that was, no, actually it was the second one that mm-hmm. I think was a DNC, but we lost one because, because the child was stillborn and we lost one because of the 
child being a tubal pregnancy. So it might have I might have been right the first time. It might have been the third child. But right. yeah, we only have the one child because of our situation. And so, you know, it's very important to me that women get the health care that they need. And that's just why I called in. Oh, absolutely. And and this, we have we had a very similar situation. We had our oldest child. Uh, we had two miscarriages. And then we had we had Henry. So the reason we had our two miscarriages is because the OBGYN um, was mal it was malpractice because we kept on saying, look, my wife's on this particular medicine. Is this a problem? And she was like, no, 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 it's not a problem. It's not a problem. You should be able to take it. It's fine. And then the doctor, the other, her, her boss was like, I think it's the medication. And then when she, she called up afterwards and was like, I didn't know you were taking this medication. I'm like, the hell you didn't. I've never been so furious at a doctor in my life. And, um, but the, the problem is in, in Louisiana, you have to go to a medical review panel in order to go forward with a lawsuit for malpractice. And the, the panel doesn't have to rule in your favor in order for you to win a malpractice suit. Uh, but the panel, but most lawyers are not going to take it if the panel says we don't find any fault with this. And in reality, well, the doctors are going to have each other's back unless it's an extreme circumstance. So, um, but we, she stopped taking the medicine uh, and she ended up, we ended up having a sexual pregnancy. Yeah, I think one of the two, she also needed a DNC. Uh, we, I remember bringing her in for that. I don't know if we had, she had one for the second one or not, but if the Republicans had their way, you know, in all the States, they would prevent that procedure as well, even though they don't understand the science. That's the, you, we, we have people who are trying to pass laws in this country who don't understand science, who don't understand how things work. Uh, they, they just want to do it based off of what they believe happens, and what they believe happens is often wrong. So, Okay. Anyway. Well, thanks for letting me call in, Liberal Dan. You have a great and evening. And I you can call in any time, Ken. That, <laughs> I want to mention to the people that usually watch uh, the podcast with myself and Andrea that we probably won't have a podcast this week given her situation. And more than likely, mine will be the same as hers. I will probably lose power this evening or tomorrow morning. So we've canceled the podcast for Sunday night this week, but we'll be back as soon as possible. I mean, it's understandable. Stay safe, hunker down, all that stuff. And, you know, I, I definitely hope that damage is minimal. I mean, you can't help but have some damage, but I hope the damage is minimal. So we have a weather forecaster here who has a. Um, a history of, of predicting Charlie and, and its true path. And his uh -huh. name is Tom Terry, and he works for a specific channel in Orlando, the ABC affiliate. And he uses that phrase repeatedly. And so hunker I down. once joked that, that, that his, that's what his pillows are filled with, hunker down. <laughs> Talk to you later. <laughs> Bye. Nice, thanks. Bye. Nice. Good joke there. Thank you, Ken, for joining. And, you know, make sure to follow Ken uh, on Twitter as well. All of the people who I have – um, you know, either been a guest on their show or who I support or who've been guests on my show. Um, if you go to liberalband.com and go to the support these creators page, you will see links to all of their YouTube channels, etc. And I'm going to share that link in chat as well to make sure that you know you can have the links to everyone to Andrea's loving living in it. Um, you have. Where's the Freedom Speech and You by Ken and Andrea. They have a Twitch channel, Twitter account, Demonox, Yosh, 
the host of the most nimbus Yosh with the smooth sounds of the Percy podcast. Um, let's scroll back because I wanted to scroll through and see. Oh, there, I finally see Ken's waiting on the phone. Yeah. <laughs> That's the problem. I had scrolled down, up so much that I didn't see the messages that Ken was calling in. Uh, but yes, please, Ken and Andrea both stay safe. Um, protect yourselves as best as possible, and we'll all be thinking of you. Um, let's see. We got a guy, no one's getting an abortion in nine months. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's just hyperbole. It's stupid. It's stupidity. Um, do. Let's keep scrolling. Mom had a miscarriage close to eight months. The baby was dying for some unknown reason, but my mom wouldn't let them take it out until there was no sign of life. Little girl looked normal. I mean, there are some people who are like that. If that's again, if that's if that's what the person chooses to do, they're free to do so. I think they absolutely should be free to do so if that's what they want to do. But they shouldn't be able to force others to take additional risks, and they shouldn't be able to force others to be able to to to, to wait. Till there's quote no sign. There was one bill. I want to say it was Kansas. Maybe it was somewhere. I don't know. There was one bill that was up for up for. I don't think it was Kansas. Maybe it was someplace else. But it was a red state. And I think they wanted to basically the way the word the way that the potential law would have been worded would have basically forced them to gestate nine months even if the fetus died. It's terrible. It's ridiculous. Let's see. Can QB the Hyde Amendment is punitive towards those without means? Absolutely, there should be no Hyde Amendment, um, especially when it comes to like you know. Part of the Hyde Amendment issue I have is the the fact that if that's your insurance, if 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 I work for a living, my labor pays for my cost of employment, including any benefits that I work for work for. So any benefit paid out should be considered paid for by me, not paid for by the employer paid for with my labor so therefore if i'm you know it's one of the reasons i have a problem with with uh, hobbs uh, the, the hobby lobby ruling which is hobby lobby was trying to say oh well we're paying we don't want to pay for birth control. you're not paying for birth control pills the person's labor is paying for the benefit and that benefit is paying for the birth control pills so do 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 Trucker John, we have the strongest military in the world. Prove me wrong. Absolutely. I mean, I got our, one of our Navy groups, I think. One of my military friends back when I was playing lots of in-person uh, nerdy games at a local gaming store basically were like, one of our aircraft carrier groups could take on the entire military of the world combined, and we have eight or something like that. So... Nick Rich, got to go for a bit back soon. Be back soon. Uh, let's see. What have you heard? I haven't heard enough about the Nord Street pipeline. I think there was some, was there was it like Russian sabotage or something? Oh, there was Russian sabotage pipelines and a mystery. Who did it? Um, attack on gas lines under the Baltic Sea exposes the vulnerability of an already jittery Europe. Some officials suggested Moscow is to blame, but with little evidence, others urge caution. So there were explosions under the Baltic Sea, ruptured giant national gas pipelines. I don't think that's the um, Nord Stream. Europe pointing at Russia. Um, 
response against sabotage after Nord Stream. Oh, that was Nord Stream, okay. Um, yeah, I don't know too much about it. I just know basically a, a 30,000 level view about it. Trump cannot one. He needs the PAC money to pay the bills. He will use the excuse that he can do more good getting more reps to send his life. I don't know. I think he'll, I think Trump has too much of an ego to not run. Um, I think, I mean, he doesn't think he lost the last time. So why would he think that he would lose? I think him saying that he's not going to run would be him admitting that he believes that he would lose, which he will never do. Wow. Ken was on the phone for a while. That's the problem, I guess, with having three monitors is that I'm often looking at when I'm looking at the chat up here or I'm looking at the monitor over here with all of my stuff. I, I sometimes don't see the monitor down here with the people calling it. So let's see. That vote blue this morning, line then road, voting rights, uh, women, color folks, poll folks, LGBTQ rights, Social Security, Social Security, disability, Medicare. Yeah, absolutely. There's plenty of reasons to vote blue. Um, but again, but I think Roe is just the loudest one because of the fact that we had that ruling. Um, I, I happened to notice earlier that uh, Alito was trending. I'm like, uh-oh, what did it, why is Alito trending, and is it a good reason? <laughs> um, Alito acknowledged at, <clears throat> that his work as a judge can impact people indirectly, but otherwise powerfully. Indirectly, my ass. No, your rulings are terrible, and they affected people directly. I've gone through all. I went through three of them because there was I was it Lily Ledbetter Fair Pay Act, um, Salinas v. Texas, and Dobbs v. Jackson. I, when we were talking about the show uh, about Dobbs v. Jackson, I was like, there's some bad bad rulings, and like one of them, the, some of the worst rulings I could think of that while Alita was a justice was um, Salinas v. Texas and. Um, Lily Ledbetter versus Goodyear Tire. I was like, let me go see who wrote those, because I would bet you dollars to donuts that it was Alito. And it turned out I was absolutely right, that those horribly written rulings were also written by Alito. So, yeah, Alito doesn't just indirectly affect me. He directly affects people, and terribly. Um, But Roe is clearly going to drive more people to the polls because of the effect that it's had. Um, because I mean, look at Kansas, Kansas, I I thought Kansas was going to overturn abortion rights and the people came out in force and said, Nope, sorry, you're not taking away abortion rights from us in this state. Um, people are going to come out in in mass because I think you have a lot of people who they might be like in a conservative area. Maybe they married somebody who was a conservative because the pickings might be slim, but at the end of the day, inside the voting booth, they're going to vote for that D because the Democrats, because they don't want to have a situation that now they're especially going to do that because you know, they might have been wearing the Trump shirt or whatever, and they might have just think, oh, well, Roe versus Wade will never be overturned, so I don't have to worry about it. And then it happened, and then you awaken the beast. See what, what it was? Boo, boo, boo. Problem is the word abortion doesn't. Diane, Allah's mama. The problem is the word abortion doesn't really cover the reproductive choices for, for the people who are pregnant. Uh, ectopic pregnancies can kill a woman. Yes, absolutely. Um, and there's some problems with with how the conservatives talk about where something is the immoral equivalent of an abortion. 
Like they don't like birth control pills because they feel it prevents an embryo from implanting into the uterine wall. And there's no evidence that it does that. Um, but they still, they still liken it to an abortion, even though it's technically not an abortion in that case. Um, however, I mean, an ectopic pregnancy is still a pregnancy if the termination of a pregnancy is still medically an abortion. Um, but again, a person should have, be able to treat an ectopic pregnancy and a person should be able to treat an ectopic pregnancy in the least invasive way possible. You should be able to take a pill if you can take a pill. Uh, unfortunately, there are people like the, the religious Catholic conservatives uh, who believe in the Catholic Church doctrine of the double effect will say that you, the only way that you can treat an ectopic pregnancy is to slice the portion of the tubes that have the embryo in it. Uh, because you're not targeting the embryo. You're only targeting the tube. And if you just so happen to also cause uh, the person to no longer be pregnant, then so be it, uh, which is stupid because you're still ending the pregnancy or whatever you want to call it uh, because the embryo is not going to survive. But according to them, as long as you didn't intend to target the embryo, it's not no harm, no foul, according to the people who believe in the doctrine of the double effect, which is, again, stupid. Um, let's see. Coming soon, season two of Slightly Off Axis podcast, podcast with space program workers and their history. Interesting about the space program, it's that the uh, the launch uh, of the test launch was supposed to happen, and it keeps getting pushed back. It keeps getting pushed back, and it keeps getting pushed back. We're hoping that it gets pushed until like the week of the the ninth through the fifteenth, um, because that's when we'll be in Florida, and then maybe we'll get to see it. So. Federal government is generous towards red states who trust the federal government. Yeah, the red states tend to be takers. The red, stuff, the red states tend to take in more than they put into the government when it comes to tax revenue. And the blue states tend to give in more than they take. But somehow Republicans managed to switch that around somehow. I don't know, because people are stupid. Um, Force breeding for the poor without help to feed and clothe them, keep the poor poor and under the man some exactly. I mean, basically, you know, we're, we're three steps away from Gilead. Um, might be two steps away from Gilead uh, if, you know, Trump ever gets reelected again. Because Trump reminds me of, like, the, the Gilead commanders in, in Hand, Handmaid's Tale, uh, of the people who will use the – will use the, the – the, religious rhetoric to gain power but not subject themselves to that the the laws created um for other people because again they don't like the laws to be able to restrict themselves from doing the things that would normally be considered amoral or immoral Uh, they just want the laws to be able to tell other people what they can or can't do Jeff, the Russians sabotaged something? No way. Uh, I I sense some sarcasm there. Uh, Federal government also helps rural areas and blue states, farm subsidies, ethanol subsidies, medical, social security, now affordable health care, also helps the working poor. Yeah, and and also um, the high-speed internet, the the money that's going to pay to put high-speed internet into rural areas. You know, there's no no financial gain for – 
for these companies to put up fiber into rural areas, but they should have them. They should have access to the same internet that everybody else has. So therefore, uh, there's, there's the onus is on the government to do that. And what will happen is the federal government, through the legislation that they pass, will get high-speed internet to these rural areas, and then the governors in these rural areas will then talk about how much Biden sucks and then take credit for the fact that they, they got high-speed internet in the rural areas, ignoring the fact that, you know, it was Democrats who got it done for them. That's what, he has too much of an ego to be humiliated twice. See, that's the thing. I don't, th- I don't think Donald Trump is capable of that emotion. I don't think Donald Trump is capable of feeling humiliated. I mean, I'm, I don't know. Maybe. There's the, you had the thing where you know he was trying to get the votes in California recounted or something in 16 because he was upset that he lost he didn't believe that he lost the popular vote. Even though he won the election, he was mad that he lost the popular vote. He was mad that Hillary Clinton could say, I got more votes than Donald Trump. So he was angry at that. But I don't think he would allow himself to be seen as humiliated. I don't think he will allow him. I don't think he I really I, I really think it's some other emotion that's there. If, if emotion is somehow something that he would be capable of. Patty Wacky has some use non-gender names. Uh, not the right gender names. Let's see. I heard the only reason he was ran was to make his friends jealous to meet more rich people. I mean, I think Donald Trump didn't think at the start that he would win. I mean, E-Dub bought me a cider. Something nice. Thank you. Thank you, Aaron. You're awesome. Um, I heard, let's see. I mean, there are plenty of reasons that people say that. I mean, I don't know if he ran as a goof. Um, I don't, th- I don't think Melania expected him to win. Uh, I don't think she was happy that he won. I don't think she wanted to be under the microscope that she got put under. Yeah, Melania. Um, so Trump's new lawyer has been sidelined. He sits on a $3 million retainer. Yeah. Uh, let's see. It was a conspiracy, but Alito's team did the writing. Um which one of Dobbs? Yeah, but still, even if Alito's team did the writing, you know, it's still coming from Alito. It's still being, it's still the opinion of Alito, even if it's his team helping him formulate it. His team is then just about as terrible as he is when it comes to it, because his rulings are horrible. Um. Oh, he already says he wouldn't use the same toilet in the White House that Obama used. I'm, I'm sure that's absolutely true. I have no doubts in my mind that. Trump would probably want to swap out the toilets uh, because, you know, his ridiculousness. Trump wants so bad to be part of the elite. That's why he took his dad's company to Manhattan. Yep. Um, anyone else having a problem with Chrome today? Not with Chrome today for me. I, other, pro- other days I have had problems with Chrome. I have not had problems with Chrome recently. Although I've had, had problems updating Chrome, and I don't know why. Um, See, why can't Republicans stay out of the rights of women? Just the same reason. Because they want control. They want power. They want, they want to be able to tell other people what to do. Because I guarantee you, if a Republican woman needed an abortion, she would go run to a blue state and get an abortion. There are plenty of, uh, granted that they are, you know, people's just, you know, what's the word I'm looking for? I'm forgetting the word. People's anecdotal evidence of people who work in abortion clinics who will have somebody – uh, who is 
protesting one day and then come in for an abortion the next day and then go back and protest the next day. Because for some reason, that person's abortion was somehow different and somehow should it wasn't somehow bad. Although I think I've read one story where the person literally was on the table telling the person who was about to do the abortion that what they were doing was a sin, but yet still got the abortion. It's ridiculous. Ah, scroll down again. You got the wait, you just finally got to try a Popeye's chicken spicy chicken sandwich? That's crazy. That's nuts. United States using a multi-dose protocol of methotrexate with involves four doses of intramuscular along with so possible. Okay. Um, he will run. He has to test run to get himself in. Let's see. I think Dan meant the morning after pill. Ectopic pregnancy is dealt with. By... No, I didn't mean the morning after pill when it comes to uh, – there are there is a chemical way to treat an ectopic pregnancy as long as it's not too far along. Um and I used, I, I, I'm reciting, you know, stuff. when I used to argue against this in 2003, 2004, you know, it's been maybe 20 years, maybe, since, I, since I've been arguing the topic of ectopic pregnancies. Um, but you typically, part of my argument was you can either do a salping, salping ectomy, salp or a salping stomy, a salping ectomy, or drugs. And the stomy is the removal of the piece of fallopian tube. The ectomy is the slicing of the fallopian tube and pulling and extracting the embryo. And then the other one, which is less invasive than the, than the first one. And then there's the, if you can take a drug, you take the drug. I do think it's, I don't know if it's RU46 or not, but it, I wasn't talking about the morning after pill. Because the morning after pill is not an abortion pill because it won't work if you're already pregnant. Um... I think he ran because Obama beat Hillary and that Obama made fun of him. I mean, that might have very well been part of it as well. Um, trying to uh, just read that it's possible through multi-dose protocol of methotrexate. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. Uh, the bloated bamboozler is going down like a useless POS that he is. Uh, you know that Alito and Barrett and Thomas conspired. I'm sure they did. I mean, all six of them, all five of them did. Uh, they're all there. I mean, they all signed on. Although Thomas had his own rules. Thomas had felt Thomas didn't feel that Alito's ruling went far enough. So Thomas had to throw in and put the silent part out loud when Thomas was like, "Yeah, and I don't think these other laws were were found properly either, or these other rulings were found properly either, like Obergefell and Griswold." So. The new lawyer is also a registered agent for the Maduro regime in Venezuela. He was going to be possibly viewing classified documents. Oof. Um, I take that from arthritis. Guess what drug was taken off the market because of use for termination? And that's another problem. Thank you for bringing that up, Diane, is that you have these people who want to ban drugs, like, like even with the Hobby Lobby rule. They don't want to cover oral contraception, but there are plenty of people who take birth control pills. Be, not because they want to prevent themselves from getting pregnant, but because they want to regulate their period. So they want to deal with some other medical condition that these pills help, help out with. And these conservatives don't care why they're taking the pills. As long as they can be used to cause an abortion, they're going to just throw it all out, throw the baby out with the bathwater, proverbial speaking, ironically. Uh, but, 
Yeah, I mean, they, and in reality, it comes down to it's none of anybody else's business why they're prescribing those pills. If they're prescribing those birth control pills to prevent somebody from getting pregnant, fine. If they're signing those, if they're prescribing those birth control pills to stop uh, some other condition or help with some other condition, fine too. It's none of anybody else's business. That should be between the doctor and the patient. And that's it. I said, Jeff, you don't even live in New Orleans. Where, because let me tell you something. Popeye's chicken outside of New Orleans is a different experience than Popeye's in New Orleans. You come to Popeye's in New Orleans, it's completely different. Now, there are better chicken places in New Orleans as well, but, but Pop, normally Popeye's chicken in New Orleans is so much better than Popeye's in any other state. Although sometimes it's, there's, it's still fast food, so it's still hit or miss. But um, see, there are empty envelopes in those boxes that were that flew to Bedminster right after the subpoena. I'm sure there were plenty. That's why there needs to be searches of Bedminster and of Trump Tower. Um, yeah, I agree with you that the red beans and rice from Popeyes has gone downhill too, Jeff. I had it the other day. It was not great. Um, of course, the, being in New Orleans, I'd, I've had better red beans and rice clearly many other places. So, um So you recall a time when Republicans argued against the ACA because they didn't want government making medical decisions. Pepperidge Farm members, yes, absolutely. Um, yeah, it, it goes to that whole thread that I read one day where talking about why conservatives do what they want to do, what do what they do, is because they don't they don't like to be told what to do and they like to tell other people what to do. So they don't want to be told that they have to buy insurance. They don't want to be told that they have to have to do all this other stuff that was required of them or of companies by the ACA, but they also want to tell other people what they need to be able to do. So the local hospital wanted to abort my first child. Wife said, no, I walked out, no opinion. Now she's in the master's program. That's, that's awesome. Um, I'm glad, you know, again, we, we would have happily had all four of our kids if we would have been able to, to have them. Um, let's see, are some birth control pills you still use to receive your acne? I think that might be the case. Um, I don't know. I, I do know I had a uh, former person, a person I used to date who was on birth control pills because of severe acne. And also, um, well, I think she, for a little bit she was on birth control pills because of severe acne, but I think she was also on birth control pills because I forget the name of the drug, but the drug that she was taking, I think it was an injected drug, um, would create like alien babies. Like if you ever got pregnant on them. So if you were a somebody who could, if you were somebody who could get pregnant and you were taking this, this injection, you had to be on birth control or else they wouldn't give it to you. So even if the birth control bills didn't, didn't help with, uh, with that, they, uh, they still were required to be on them. And I think I remember her mom being angry because her mom was like, you shouldn't be on birth control pills. And she was like, I have to, or else I can't get this acne treated. It was very bad acne. Um, it's going to be relatively easy to get morning after medication everywhere. It should be like marijuana or cocaine. <laughs> I mean, there's a thing though. One of the interesting things that the super ultra conservative Republican Bobby Jindal, uh, while he was running for president, I think the first time floated the idea that the, that birth control pills should be made available over the counter. 
And people were like, wow, Bobby Jindal is saying this, and he's a conservative? That's so amazing of him. And I'm like, I, and I immediately had to sit, sit and think to myself, why would Republican and conservative Bobby Jindal, uh, who believes in the double effect, who is against abortion 100% with no exceptions, support making birth control pills available over the counter? And I, it took me less than five minutes to figure it out. It's because if a birth control pills were available over the counter, then they wouldn't be covered by insurance. So people, people would be less likely to be able to afford them. So it would, it would be a way to prevent people from getting oral contraception. It wouldn't be a way. He wasn't all of a sudden realizing, oh, if people have easy access to birth control pills, then we'll have less abortions. No, it wasn't that at all. It was, hey, we want to make it less accessible for people to take them. So therefore, we're going to make it over the counter. That's just the way he is. Popeyes we used to have here had had crawfish. I refuse to say crawdads. Well, I just said it, but, you know, crawfish. Um, Popeyes used to have onion rings, too. One of the reasons we would go to Popeyes in Maryland was were the onion rings, because the onion rings were so good. And they got rid of the onion rings and it's, it's this maybe one of the dumbest business decisions I've ever heard. They're like, Oh, we would run out of onion rings and people would get upset. So therefore we wanted to go to the frozen onion rings. And then the frozen onion rings stopped being ordered because they sucked. So they stopped carrying onion rings altogether. And I'm like, why get rid of the good thing and replace it with just, just make it so either you can have more onion rings or just tell the people, look, their limited supply of onion rings at every place. And if, if we run out, we run out because that's the, that's the cost you pay for having high quality food. Using birth control for acne was prevalent in the seventies. Um, I had acne as a kid, my dermatologist and hormones, but other hormones stuff going on ended up with steroids and antibiotics on both also bad uh, birth controls never helped acne. I worked on pharmacy fears, worked harder and a lot faster than the pharmacist, all sorts of side effects of birth control pills. Yes, there are side effects of birth control. There's side effects for most medications. That's true. Um, my second kid, his band just signed a record deal. Awesome. That is very cool. You have to let, email me. Let, let me know, uh, com. Let me know if, if there's any links to their music or whatever. I'd like to check it out. Um, what's funny with, what's funny with the West Web? You can't get good crawdads too far from the river. They're just like little lobsters turn red when you boil them. Yeah, pretty much. Um, but it was so funny. Like, there apparently somebody brought some live crawfish with them up north or somewhere north of Louisiana, at least. And there was a big news story about how the crawfish were invading their local like ponds and were really messing up everything. And all the Louisiana people were like, why are you complaining about crawfish? Enjoy the crawfish. Have a boil. Um, Diane, I got pregnant both times at birth. Yeah, it happens. Uh, I have a, we knew, I knew somebody way back in the day, who was who, who was on oral contraception and got pregnant. Her child was, she did not want to have a kid. I mean, this poor, this poor kid, I think, would be shoved off on everybody because this woman didn't want, I mean, she was divorced. She didn't, she wanted to enjoy her divorced life. And so she, I remember me and my ex would like babysit this kid like a lot. Uh, and we got, my, we got paid for it, sure. But we would watch this because she just wanted to party and go out, and she didn't want to have to deal with anything pertaining to this poor kid. And I don't know, this kid's probably graduated from college now, which just makes me feel ridiculously old. Um, 
Again, I'm probably the only person who is outraged at Pizza Hut discontinuing their creamy Italian dressing. I don't know if it was Pizza Hut doing it, but I think there was one time that my dad was upset. I think that somebody canceled a dressing. Um, Jeff Curry never had lobster. Has to taste the same as craw. Lobsters, I mean, lobster typically doesn't taste the same as, as crawfish simply because of the fact that um, typically you're not you're not steaming crawfish, you're boiling crawfish, and you're steaming the lobster. Um, I think it's bigger, so it's meatier, and the crawfish, you get more of the, the juice in with it. Um, rusty crawfish replaces nature. The rusty crawfish replaces native species. They are banned in Illinois. It might have been in Illinois. Um Necro shuck me, eat me raw. That's a sign I saw in the French Quarter. Yep. Unfortunately, unfortunately, uh, I don't like oysters. So they're very popular down here, but I'm not a big fan of oysters because, I don't know, it just looks it looks bad. It looks horrible. It looks like snot in a shell, and I can't imagine. And, and I tried – the only time I've eaten the oyster – I tried a fried one. I didn't like it. I mean, I tried um, the the oysters with the – not Rockefeller, char-grilled oysters. They have, like, butter and garlic and Parmesan on them, and they're okay because you lose all the oyster taste, but I'd rather just dip my bread in the sauce and not have the oysters to begin with. So that, that would have the same effect. So, Leanna, you don't suck the head of a lobster. Um, if you did, you, you A, would probably look very weird, and B, might impress the hell of somebody. I mean, because that's a very large head. Oh, my. Um, yes, not in the shell. Absolutely. Um, Trevor Crawdads are also my forbidden list. Have you tried Kopi Civil? I have. I don't think I've tried that either. Anyway, I thought I was going to do a, a, a short show today, and I'm already an hour and a half in. It's funny. Um, anyway, I think I am going to call it a night though. I don't want to stay up too late. I want to get a good night's sleep tonight and hopefully I'll be able to wake up early in the morning to, uh, to, uh, deal with stuff. But I am glad that all y'all joined. Um, I have more likes than concurrent viewers, which is always a nice thing. If you haven't liked the video, please make sure to like, if you haven't subscribed, please make sure to subscribe as well. We are trying to hit a thousand eventually. And I'm hoping that it'll happen now because how can it come on today? Because of this comedy show, so I'm hoping that eventually uh oh thank you Leanna. I hope hopefully at some point we will uh get to a thousand and hopefully it'll happen close to when Hal comes on in October. I think he should be coming on <laughs> the last week of October, um, as normal. Um programming notes. Um I should be doing my uh, Twitch stream tomorrow, nerdydan.com on Twitch, twitch.tv slash nerdydan D O T C O M. Um, I'll be doing that probably for a good long bit simply because of the fact that A, um, I have to do a villager hunt in Animal Crossing and B, <clears throat> the weekly quests come out that day as well. So I'll have a bunch of stuff to do nerd-wise. So I'll have plenty of gaming stuff to do. Um, and uh, what else? <clears throat> and then let's see. That's a, that's that's the 29th. Let's look at the calendar coming up and just see what's going on. Let's take another sip of tea. I'll have my normal schedule next week. Um, next week's the first week of October. I'll have my normal schedule. 
um, gaming on the 4th and the 6th, podcast on the September 5th. The week after that, um, I'll be in Epcot on the 12th. So that's the only day that I'm going to Disney World or to go to a park of Disney World. But we'll be in Florida, assuming our resort is still there, knock on wood. Uh, we are going to Florida, assuming they still have, hopefully they'll have power. <sighs> that would suck if we have to not go on our vacation because they don't have power in New Smyrna. Um, anyway, we're going to, well, hopefully we're going to New Smyrna uh, the week of the, ni- of the 8th through the 15th. Um, yeah, so we'll see. If I end up not going because the storm has caused us too much damage, then, well, we'll have to deal with that when we cross that bridge, I suppose. But um, I guess one thing I didn't think about when it comes to that trip, um, but it's already planned, so we'll see. Uh, and then, of course, on the 16th, um, uh, I'm getting my uh, getting my puppy. If you don't remember what the puppy looks like, there's my puppy. Um, that's what she looked like at least a week ago. Uh, Paddywhack, what was the what was the uh, parody again? Remind me of the parody that I need to work on. Or are you, are you talking about the parody that I wanted to do for a thousand viewers as well, where I do the um, the the parody of the "You'll be back," but for the church version of Hamilton, "Plastic Jesus" rewritten "Orange Jesus." <laughs> okay, I'll have to I'll have to consider that one as well. So, email me, remind me, and maybe I'll look at it. She will be huge. You will have abundance of poop. Yes, she will, and yes, I will. Um, so, and, and unlike the, the cult of the lamb game, I won't be able to, uh, to, uh, whatchamacallit, to, to utilize it in any meaningful way. Um, don't know if I'll be playing cult of the lamb tomorrow. Um, unfortunately, let's see, my, my wife now is like, I want my, uh, they sent me a picture. Let me see if I can pull it up. Um, let's see. Facebook.com. Before I leave, before I leave the show, let me see if I can pull this up. Um, I also need to go check out my my little one. Um, yeah, before the show happened, um, I didn't want to. Go, I was I almost canceled the show simply because of the fact that we had to. My wife had to bring my little one to the ER because he had a splinter in his palm, like right here, and it was so far in that I couldn't pull it out. Like, I think the, the splinter came in, and then half the splinter cracked and pulled out, and so the other half of the splinter was just in the – oh, it was horrible. And he was crying, and I was like, I would have gone with him. However, the problem with going with him was uh, was the fact that um, – what? My wife just sent me something. Coolio is dead. Wow. Anyway, that's crazy that Coolio is dead. Relatively young. Dead at 59. Apparently suffered a heart attack at his friend's house, his manager said. Uh, Rapper Coolio, known for Fantastic Voyage, Gangs Paradise, died at 59. That's crazy. That's absolutely crazy. Let's let's see if I can pull this picture. Let's see. Open image in new tab. 
or do I want to just save the image? Let's just save the image. We're going to call the image double stuffed Oreo. You'll see in a second. Okay, and then let's bring up the picture here. Add image double stuff. Okay, browse uh, downloads. Let's go to downloads. Let's see. It's going to be a big picture, I think, when it comes up. Well, there it is. So let's let's hide Blanche. So again, this is what our pup looks like now, and those apparently are half siblings. So my wife is really one. She's like, I love the one on the left. Um, so uh, apparently, because my pup is the only one in the litter because they uh unfortunately uh her her sibling died because i guess she took a breath before the sack was open or whatever so it was the only she was the only pup in the litter she was having a problem getting weaned off the mom and dealing with socialization so i guess the, a friend of hers who also does dog breeding um uh who would i guess bred her dog with mine my puppy's dad so it's her half siblings and they brought those pups over just to kind of help them uh, socialize with each other. And so there's been, I guess, improvements there. But yes, if you look at her paws, she's going to be a very, very, very big puppy. Very, very, very big puppy indeed. But I can't wait to, uh, can't wait to give her all the snuggles. <laughs> so yeah, these pups are so cute. I cannot wait to have her even though finally my cat decided that she was going to love on me today and snuggle with me. Um, let's see. Boo, 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 boo. Anyway, so let's, let's, we can go ahead and close that one as well. Um, good night, Nick. Thank you for joining. Appreciate it. Yeah. This is the end of this week's episode of liberal day and radio talk from the left. That's right. I'm trying to talk slowly so I can get to the show end. I will be live streaming again tomorrow, twitch.tv slash nerdydan.com. We'll also be streaming next Tuesday as well. Maybe one other time gaming over the weekend to make up for the fact that I won't be streaming if I go to Florida. So we have to make up for that. But anyway, till next week, uh, or till the next time I see you, if you join me on Twitch or not, um, be happy to, you know, remember to subscribe to the channel if you haven't already done so. Like the video, share videos with friends, help me get to a thousand. I'll be very, very happy to appreciate the help. And I appreciate every one of y'all for joining in. Hey, Benny Luck, I didn't see you in, but thank you so much uh, for joining us. At least in the last part, I appreciate it. Um, so next week, Little Van Radio, talk to the left.